Hey, you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here at the Knitting Factory with Deathbed Repentance. So uh, what's your name and what do you do starting with you over here? My name is Gaspar Hernandez Jr., and I play the bass. Justin Nilly, I play rhythm guitar and vocals. Uh, Randy Rost, I play lead guitar and vocals. Nathan Allen, drums and percussion, various hand claps and noises. <laughs> so where are you guys all from? From Houston, Texas. And what brings you out here tonight? Well, we're on our very first tour, and um, we're just having a blast. It's exceeded our expectations. Um, we've gotten well-received in most of the cities that we've been in, and uh, tonight was uh, it probably topped the list. It was great. So how's the scene out there in Texas? Well, it's a little bit divided, uh, a little hostile. Um, what, were, what was your word about it? When you say divided, what do you mean by that? There's just a little bit of, I guess... Um, friendly competition with uh, you know some of the bands but i mean i guess that's normal there just seems to be like a lot of alliances in the uh punk rock scene usually you have to be in with a you know the punk rock elite uh if you're not then they're just they're just not gonna like your band i mean you have to cater to some people honestly you be friends with everybody you know in order to to have them like your band so in other words it doesn't matter how talented you are it's just if you're friends with them and go drink and rub elbows with them all the time, they'll like you. you I mean, but there's nothing wrong with that, but, I mean... So what's the, so what's the kind of music that's like that out there? Like, what's well, the most popular? I guess, I guess uh, crust, crust punk, yeah, street punk is really, really the rage. Like, uh, it's just straight rock and roll. It's kind of, I don't know, there's not too much of a big crowd. Like, we, we played with, um, you know, some of the other bands, like, kind of similar to us, Born to Lose, um, Let's see, Wayward Boys, Wayward Boys um, the, even the Briggs, even the Briggs, you know, we, we played with and there was, you know, a small turnout. But, you know, you have like uh, a, lot of, a lot of street punk out there, a lot of crumb bombs, uh, complete control. Lower if class they, brats. Lower class brats if they play. I mean, it's just a, a mob scene. It's just a thousand people easily. I mean, from Houston, I mean, you have like street punk bands like the Quarantines and uh, Rats in the Attic, which are you know real good bands. But uh, seems to that you know Death Bay, Reten- Death Bay Repent sort of seems to like uh, you know we re- we don't just fit in with that kind of genre, so it's very hard for us to get into it. So it sounds like there's a lot of those like the Crumbums and the lower class brats kind of punk rock in yeah, Texas. There's, there's a lot of you know younger bands sprouting up, and some of them really got their stuff together. Uh, Rats in the Attic is one of them. Uh, who else we got? Molotov Compromise, they're kind of like a ska crust band. They're actually, you know, really, really good. So it sounds like there's just one type of music in, or one type of punk music it's in Texas? really big. I mean, it's not that, yeah, it's not that it doesn't, that other music doesn't exist. It's just the part that the crowd really, you know, gloms onto, you know. It's, it's kind of narrow-mindedness out there, I guess. So how would you describe how your sound is? Well, I mean, basically, I think we've just... Um, picked up a lot of the different forms and varieties of rock and roll from the 1950s on. You know, I, I guess our core is from 77 punk. You know, the the Clash, of course, Rancid and Social Distortion. Um, you know, to a lesser extent, probably Generation X has a, a big you know influence on us. But then again, I mean, I'm, like I said, anything from 50s rockabilly. Um, to you know, 60s mod, garage rock and roll, the Stones, the you know, the Who, uh, even you know, even Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> um, yeah, Jim Steinman, Jim Steinman. You know, is a great r- songwriter. You know, uh, we, so uh, yeah, I mean, we we really just try to digest everything that I've heard from a young age and um, 
in the in our writing processes, especially in our sound, just try to um, digest it and push it back out in a way that something that we would would listen to, but not haven't necessarily heard before. Um, so, in other words, we're not trying to we don't want to pl plagiarize anything, you know, that has been done to death already. So, how do you try to make your music unique? It's hard to do in the year 2008. Um, yeah, so much has been done. Um, but I guess uh, you just really, it's just like the old, you know, you got to pay the dues if you want to sing the blues, you know. I mean, you you're really, we've kind of suffered a, a, a great deal for our for our art, I guess you'd say. Um, we've, we've had to, you know, all this is done, you know, completely out of pocket. You know, we've had to work our our jobs and stuff to buy our equipment to pay for our album recording you know which was you know went way over budget for us you know this whole tour is out of our own pocket you know and you know in this in this genre nobody's going to help you it's it's it pretty much you got to do it yourself and whenever someone someone does help you i mean you really have to be really grateful that they, that they do that <laughs> yeah and since we're talking about albums and everything like that, how many albums do you guys have out? We just have one full-length LP out right now. It's called Why Do We Even Try. Um, it's called that because uh, it's just a, a phrase we've a often asked ourselves when, you know, just, you know, shit happens, you know. We end, we, we end up uh, getting really excited about some big opportunity, and then at the last minute some screws up, you know. So And we just, why do we even try, you know. We learn to play very humble because, yeah. <laughs> you know, we get excited and something does happen. So is that what the songs are about on that album or is it about something well, else? A lot of them are, yeah, they, they definitely carry that theme. Uh, on that album, they're, they're mostly autobiographical, um, kind of, uh, it's almost like a story about, uh, I guess, just kind of coming into being uh, in your 20s, you know after you're, you you leave home you have to kind of be on your own struggle and uh, you know a lot of times you know things just don't go your way it's uh, <laughs> you know that's that's I guess the main theme of the album. It's yeah. crap everybody goes through but you know we want to make as much good rock out of it as possible. Mm -hmm. So make it sound decent. <laughs> well what's a good song to play off that album? Um I think Heads You Win, Tails I, I Lose has gotten a lot of uh, good response from people. Um, I, I would, I, I, I think Blood Money uh, is a song a lot of people should hear. It's basically about uh, getting, um, I guess, uh, yeah, financially. I, it's, a, it's kind of about dodging the IRS, <laughs> which is something I'm currently doing. I'm pretty, I'm really in debt to the IRS right now. That sounds like a ton of fun. Is that why you wrote a song about it? <laughs> I couldn't wait to go on tour to dodge my five warrants I have back in Texas. <laughs> Even better. So that explains why you're on tour, but we'll talk about that a little later. I won't be here next time. Well, since we've been talking so much, let's take a listen to some of those songs. So you mentioned Blood Money and Heads, I, heads You Win and Tails I Lose. Is, it, is the phrase the other way around? Uh, I think it's supposed to be... Um, what it's a, yeah, it's supposed to be heads I win, tails you lose. Meaning, you know, uh, you know, I win either way. But you know, that's just not the, the way it's been for for me. 
He just uh, put an interesting twist to that phrase and made it the other way around. There's literally nothing better on earth than a pun. Not the birth of a child, anything. That's, it's a pun. Okay, so let's take a listen to those two songs, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here with Deathbed Repentance here at the Knitting Factory. Church bells ringing, but it don't go in. Small town trash band for his own sins. That allows him to get into a pitiful end, getting knocked back down again. Spit on the ground, just wasting some time. Day after day, keep waiting in line. And the storm clouds gather and the sun don't shine. Getting locked outside again. Yeah!
Hey, welcome back. We're at the Knitting Factory with Deathbed Repentance, and you just heard Blood Money, and heads you win and tails I lose. And you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack. So when did that album come out? Uh, it came out uh, officially on August 12th, uh, 2007. We uh, had that release party with the Street Dogs. That was a great show. Um, and since then, we've just been trying to uh, promote the album as best as possible. That's what this tour is for. Um, so far, it's been really well received in m um, most of the cities that we've gone to. Uh, it's been really wonderful. Sold, you know, a good amount of copies at each show. So is this your, or you said this was your first time you were on tour, right? Uh, this is my very first time on tour. How long have you guys been on tour so far? Uh, this is our sixth date in, in a row. And... Fifth, sixth, round or somewhere, something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> the kickoff, yeah. So, how much longer are you going to be touring? Uh, we're about halfway through. We got about five or six dates left. What other places are you visiting? Uh, we're doing two in Las Vegas, um, two days from now, so we get a little break. Um, we're probably just going to chill out in LA and enjoy ourselves. Um, then uh, we got Phoenix, uh, and then we're kind of making our way back to home, going through El Paso and San Antonio. So what do you do when, like, there's no show for the day? <laughs> Relax. We haven't that problem yet. Uh, we will have, have a bunch of laughs. Yeah. Well, in that case, what do you do after the show is on tour? Uh, you know, so we got, like, this line of... Most of the time, we're hanging out with Eddie Van Halen and uh, Sammy Hagar. Uh, we go back to their place. Down and, uh, in a, you know, we go down to his island and drink Cabo Wabo for a little while. <laughs> nah, but seriously, we just kind of, I guess, get get you drive. Yeah, uh, we finished our show on Al in Albuquerque on Saturday night, and just right after the show, hopped in the van and drove straight to L.A. That was about 13 hours. And, uh, more than that, we got here yeah. like six in the morning or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the Oklahoma drive to Albuquerque wasn't that much of a piece of cake either. Yeah, but, uh, yeah other than that, just you know, I guess maintenance, change guitar strings and Band. stuff like that. Yeah, try to get a bath, I guess. The real, the real hard drive was Albuquerque, took straight to California. That was, <laughs> that was all night, oh, all day. That was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I'm just kidding. It was great. I had a blast. <laughs> Yeah, those uppers didn't help you, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. so do you ever, do you guys ever find time to sleep with all that driving, though? Oh, uh, well, yeah, she usually, uh, in, the, in the situation we're in right now, we just have two guys up front, you know, the driver and the navigator, um, and then uh, two guys in the back sleeping. We, we, I mean, to be honest, for our first tour, we're pretty happy. This is kind of like a little hotel on wheels. Except you don't got a stove in there, so. <laughs> Working on that. We've got a propane stove and a refrigerator coming in tomorrow. We've got the gas guy coming in to look at that. It's going to be really, really we're getting our ride pimped, as the kids would say. Martha Stewart's going to come through and do the decorating for us. I did air quotes. I realized while I was doing that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see people uh, on the radio, so. Anyways. So what, what should we expect from Deathbed Repentance in 2008? Well, we're currently, we've finished writing a, a, at least a good two-thirds, three of uh, our next follow-up. And uh, it's, it's, it's different in a lot of respects. Um, I guess it is a little bit more uh, social comment, connotation in the lyric, lyrically, and, and rather than just being pure autobiographical. 
content. Um, but it hasn't changed so drastically that you think that, you know, we've completely abandoned our first formula because you, you can tell it's the same band. It's just we didn't want to get, you know, pigeonholed, you know, paint ourselves into a corner. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about autobiographies for a little bit to, or yeah, for forever. too long. <laughs> well, unless you talk about the current state and then you continue, yeah. then it'll be easier. Well, it's but not that interesting, though. <laughs> So uh, are you guys working on any new albums or uh, yeah, no? we're uh, in the midst of uh, right now we're playing a lot of the material off of it live and two or three songs. to be honest I mean I, we're hmm? uh, let's see we got household name which is a song that's about all the great 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 writers that have just completely been overlooked by songwriters songwriters that have been completely overlooked by most of the public you know joe strummer dd ramon tim armstrong jim i mean steinman. jim steinman <laughs> you know i mean whereas you know you got you know tommy lee you know who's like a household name that you know what has he really said that's so profound you know that, or life-altering, or the, you know, it's completely changed somebody's way of thinking. You know, all it's about is just, you know, having sex with, yeah, girls, girls, girls. That guy's a turd, seriously. <laughs> you know, listening. Sorry, I'm sorry if I've offended anybody. You didn't offend me, so. Well, listening to your guys' set tonight, I noticed you played a Ramon song, Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. Oh, yeah. I believe that's how you pronounce Bitburg or Bitburg. Bitburg, yeah. A lot of people haven't heard that song. What made you decide to cover that one? Um, I guess just about what the song's about. Um, and I I don't know. I just I figured uh, we've actually played that song in front of crowds and just had everybody on stage with us. Yeah, you I'm know? surprised it wasn't like I, that I was really shocked that it wasn't because every other night on this tour, we've at least had like 10 people up at the front of the stage barking yeah. along the chorus at least. You yeah, know? that song rocks by itself even <laughs> if we suck. <laughs> we got a little, a lot of free beer in Oklahoma for playing that. <laughs> I guess it's real popular out there then. I suppose. They um, treated us real nice there. They treated us really good. Yeah, we, we kind of try to, whenever we do a cover song, we try to um, make it something that hasn't been completely driven into the ground, you know? Um, uh, let's see what are some other songs we do. Police on my back. Born to run. Born. Oh yeah, we actually do cover "Born to Run" by Bruce Springsteen every once in a while, depending on the crowd. What's this guy's name over here again? Nathan. Nathan over here. <laughs> Nathan over here doing backflips and whatever, <laughs> trying to perform, but nobody can see you, unfortunately. Uh, don't matter. Don't matter. I got a real face for radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, this guy over here, yo, you know, he's crazy. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go with it. Eh? Well, let's take a listen to another song. Let's take a listen to uh, Live by the Gun. What is that song about? Oh, I guess it's just um, a song about, you know, being uh, down and out, uh, you know, pretty much having a, I guess, uh, you know, going to school hard knocks, you know. <laughs> Sounds like sounds like fun. Growing up fast, you know. I guess that's a good song to play. <laughs> so I guess we'll play that one. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here at the Knitting Factory with Deathbed Repentance. <laughs>
Hey, welcome back. That was Live by the Gun by Deathbed Repentance, and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack. And we're here at the Knitting Factory with Deathbed Repentance. So where can people find your guys' music? Um, well, you can purchase our um, album off of innerpunk.com. Um, if you want to check us out before that, you can definitely check us out at our uh, our MySpace, myspace.com slash deathbedrepentance. Yeah, he's saying he's saying it all quiet as if it's a secret or something like that. <laughs> so what was the MySpace again? Uh, MySpace.com/slash/deathbedrepentance. Make sure and email us; we'd love to hear from you. At deathbed underscore repentance at hotmail.com. So yes, if you love deathbed repentance and you like what you heard, email them deathbed underscore repentance at what? Hotmail.com. And we have a interruption over here. We have Daniel from Time Again. <laughs> Poking around. How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> Would you like to say a shout out? Go check these guys out. Deathbed Repentance. Simon says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, while we're playing the song, uh, Daniel says, Oh, you should do a shout out, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I figured we'll do a shout out with Daniel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, how are you enjoying yourselves? Uh, First time being in Hollywood. Oh, it's it's terrific. It's it's been completely uh, wonderful experience. Yeah, we've we just <laughs> gone. Plans just, for tonight? We've just gone and you know done all the touristy stuff. Went over to uh, Grauman's uh, Chinese Theater and you know looked at John Wayne's feet and <laughs> uh, yeah, his fist. Fuck that hand. We worshipped it. We worshipped it and prayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shed. Uh, we shed blood over it and uh, did a seance. <laughs> Made a sacrifice. Yeah. Well, where you guys are from, are you guys close to the beach at all? Uh, well, we got Galveston, but it's a pretty much a toilet of the ocean. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's, I mean you step on that beach and it's got like dirty diapers and used syringes, syringes. and condoms and everything. Uh, yeah. fetuses. Yeah. <laughs> Much like Hollywood. Yeah. It, it sounds like Hollywood, except it's made out of concrete rather than water. <laughs> Hollywood is beautiful. Compared to Houston, <laughs> Houston is a veritable garbage can. I love this city. Hey, I tell you what, I was waiting for, and I saw it, and I was—I felt like it was complete. The the palm trees lining down the just a, a boulevard, you know, just I, I just fell in love, you know, right there. That's what I came here to see. I think they plant those things because it doesn't block the view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just found out that Houston is actually the biggest city in the United States now. Like, pop, like, I guess, population not population-wise, but like size-wise, like, you it takes longer to drive through. I guess. <laughs> everything's, everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we started the interview, uh, someone asked an interesting question. Where did the name uh, Gasper come from? What? Uh, uh, I was named after my father, and uh, I guess it was uh, everybody. I found out it's, uh, one of the Magi's was named Gaspar. The three yeah, from the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Mexican, but it's a Persian name. So go figure. So actually, you know, in the Bible, it, it doesn't really specify how many there actually were. That's just kind of speculative. 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 There, there could have been a multitude of them. Well, one of them was named Gaspar. Let's yeah. study. I think I think everything in there is uh, speculatory. <laughs> well, I guess that that about wraps up the interview with Deathbed Repentance. We're here at the Knitting Factory. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack. 
and yeah, I guess we'll just end it off with a song. Since uh, Daniel's over here from Time Again, I guess we'll play a Time Again song. What do you think is an awesome song? Play our new song, Death Day Like This. Day Like This? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll take a listen to uh, Time Again with Day Like This, and then we'll end the whole show off with The Sun Goes Down in Houston, a very appropriate song to end off the show with. And I guess I'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. And yes, check out Deathbed Repentance's website at myspace.com slash deathbedrepentance. Is that right? That's right. And you can check out my website at www.punkrockdemo.com and send me an email at punkrockdemo at yahoo.com.
We made a name for ourselves, we're on your side. We came from nothing, we gotta keep that game alive! I joined a gang, I went on a gun Underneath the California, California Underneath the sun And we're all having fun Joined a street gang 
This is Alicia with Chapel of Thieves, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration Radio Show with Jack. See you 
Listening to Jack on the punk rock demonstration.
different colors Two different ways of life Two different ways of seeing things But born with the same rights Born with the right to love Born with the right to live But born with the right to hate If they choose to again and again And so the story goes It seems that things will never change Black and white Is that the way life's meant to be? Different colors, both too fucking dumb To realize that they should become one For a crime, has it been enough To remind us, if things don't change Then more bloodshed to come And so the story comes, it seems that things will never change Black and white, is that the way life's meant to be?
from Bad Manners and you're listening to Punk Rock Demonstration. Jacks, my man! Speak to you soon.
kid. You were with Punk Rock Demonstration with fucking Jack. No, with Jack. So, no, with... Yeah, with Jack and Jill. Oh, fuck. All right, take three. Take, take three. Hi, hi. This is Kid from the Attic. You with Punk Rock Demonstrations with fucking Jack. Okay. This is Kid D from the Attic with Jack and Jill for Punk Rock Demonstrations. No, all right. Take 27. This is Punk Rock Demonstrations, boy, y'all. With Kid D of the Addicts, y'all. And I'm with Jack and Jill, y'all. <laughs> no? Okay, awesome. all right, all right, all right, all right. Scarf, your turn. Let's see if you can do it. What? What did I say? You might be crazy, but I'm insane. And all the hell you put me through to my life, your pain. So pathetic, so insecure. I feel like a disease and there is no cure. You never saw it coming. My anger pointed at you. I'm a wrecking ball And when I'm done And you've lost your fun I'll scrape you off the wall Build you up 